Now, there's a lot going on in Ottawa these days from talk about public inquiries over foreign interference to public safety and, of course, health care. Now, for all of those issues, the party right in the middle of it is the NDP, because after all, government really can't get a lot done without them. So joining us now to talk about their priorities is federal NDP leader Jagmeet Singh. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks so much. My pleasure to be here. Now, I know that right now you're you're pressing the pharmacare issue. Why is that a huge priority right now for you? Well, we know that in our country, we've got millions of people that are struggling with the cost of medication. The cost of everything is up. Everything is more expensive. And on top of that, the cost of medication is another really big cost for people in their daily lives, whether they take diabetes medication, heart medication, cholesterol medication. It's a big cost. So for people that are choosing between their prescription medication and their groceries, or for just for people who are just feeling that everything costs more, this is a way to provide real relief. It's going to save people a lot of money. And we're the only country in the world that has universal health care that doesn't also include medication coverage. So it just makes sense. It's going to save a lot of money for people, and it's going to keep people healthier. So are, is, are, is the government not doing what you had wanted them to do or what you had negotiated with them? Well, what they've done recently is given us some some concern and that they're not willing to do what we need them to do. In our agreement, we've laid out that the first step of universal pharmacare is this legis- this uh, legislation, this law that basically sets out the legal framework. Much like our healthcare system is based on the Canada Health Act, the pharmacare for it to move forward, it needs the pharmacare, the Canada Pharmacare Act. This was recommended by the government's own commission. They they wrote they had a commission. And that commission found that this legislation is one of the key pieces needed. So we want to move ahead with that. But what we're disturbed by is the fact that the body that sets the prices for medication in Canada, the patented medication review board, their, their board members have resigned in protest because the Liberal government is blocking their efforts to reduce the cost of medication, which would cost our country nothing. But pharmaceutical lobbyists, these big wealthy companies, have lobbied the government so much that they're delaying and in some cases stopping the steps that would have lowered the cost of medication, so much so that the board members have resigned in protest, which is a big deal. And because of that, we're worried that the Liberal government's too deep into the pockets of the the pharmaceutical industry that they're not going to be able to move forward. So we're ramping up the pressure, and that's why we tabled the bill last week, and we're saying, we've done the homework for you, just take our bill, bring it in as a government bill and pass it. I think a lot of people, a lot of Canadians would be surprised because they think, well, wait a minute. I mean, the NDP is really the reason why the Liberals are in power at this point. Uh, Is it not frustrating for you? Like, do you not want to exert a little more influence here? Well, what we found is that every step of the way with our agreement, we've got 27 things that we force the government to commit to doing. Even with things that we've got written in agreement, we've had to fight the government to deliver. So last year on the dental care for kids under 12, Right near the deadline, which was by the end of the year, the Liberals started saying, oh, we can't do it. We're not sure we can do it. So we had to fight back. We say, no, no, it's in our agreement. You've got to get this done or there will be repercussions. And we got it delivered. This year, they were kind of humming and humming on the, on the idea of dental care for seniors and kids under 18 and people with disabilities. And we had to fight back again and say, no, no, it's in our agreement. You've got to deliver this. We fought hard. We got it in the budget. So this is another example where we're seeing this reticence or kind of this sense that they're they're kind of dragging their feet so we've got to fight hard and we knew that going into this that it wouldn't just be a walk in the park because we've got it in writing in our agreement we knew that we'd have to fight this government every step of the way to deliver what we forced them to deliver so Canadians can get some relief 
Okay. So with dental care, it's the same thing. With pharmacare, it's going to be the same thing. Why not exert then the ultimate pressure, you know, where it might hurt and say, fine, let's have that public inquiry on foreign interference, which is something the government's been trying to avoid. I mean, you could make that happen. Well, this is an interesting thing. We, we, we're the party that brought two motions in Parliament to vote on a public inquiry. And we brought a motion in Parliament to have uh, Mr. Johnston step down as special rapporteur. Lots of folks said, well, you know, exert your pressure. We said, we're doing it. We, we forced two votes. Now, fast forward to today, uh, Mr. Johnson has stepped down, as we requested in our motion, and now the government's uh, asking about seeking input on a public inquiry. So our pressure is working, and that's what we're telling Canadians. We deliver. We put pressure on the government, we fight with the government, and we deliver. And sometimes it doesn't happen immediately, but we get it done. And this is an example of us delivering again and again. We are delivered for child uh, dental care for kids under 12. We delivered child care legislation that makes that child care funding permanent. That was a part of our agreement. That was passed last week. We've got Mr. Johnson has now stepped down as a special rapporteur, and the government's announced that they're looking at or open to a public inquiry. These are all things that we've delivered. We're uh, the smallest opposition party in, in Ottawa. We're the fourth party, but we are delivering as if we were in government. So we're proud of that. We're proud that we're using our power and we're getting results. Do you think we will see this public inquiry? Like, Do you want to have that happen? Yeah, yeah. So we, we put two motions forward calling for a public inquiry. We're the party leading the way on this, where we believe a public inquiry is important. And we think it's important because for us, uh, we're, we're new Democrats. Democracy is in our name. We actually want to see more people vote. And we're worried that the voter apathy is, is on the rise, so less and less people come out and vote. And while the Conservatives and the Liberals benefit with lower voter turnout, particularly the Conservatives, we actually uh, think it's better for society when more people vote. You could say it's also self-serving in the sense that when more people vote, that then they vote for change. And we want people to vote for change. We want things to be better. We want things to change so that we can improve things. So uh, we, we have a, a, a vested interest in more people voting so we can get changes done. And we are pushing for a public inquiry so we can restore confidence and turn back that, tri- that tide of voter apathy and restore more faith that, yes, your vote matters and it's going to make a difference in your life. How would you describe your working relationship then with with the government? Like if you call up and say, listen, we're not happy with how this is progressing. Do they listen? Do they take that call? Yeah, I mean, we have we've got a, a professional relationship, uh, a working relationship, but one where we are basically pushing and fighting and forcing our government to do things that they don't want to do. So it's a it's a working relationship. It works but it is not one without friction. It requires a lot of us fighting and forcing and pushing and making things happen. Uh, but we're fighters. I'm a fighter. That's what I've done my whole life. I know how to do it. And so we're prepared for it. We knew that going in. We were not in any way surprised. We knew that the liberals often say one thing and do another. So even if we have it in writing, we're, we knew we were going to have to continue to put the pressure to get things done. And that's what we're doing. We're putting pressure and we're getting results. Okay, so then what are the next steps when it comes to getting this pharmacare coverage? Where, where does this go now? So we've got that bill that we tabled last week. Uh, over the summer, we're going to put pressure on the government to say, this bill in our agreement needs to be tabled and passed by the end of the year. We've already done the homework, so just take our bill, table it in the fall, and let's get it passed. So now the work is going to be to ramp up pressure. There's lots of community groups and lots of health organizations that believe health advocates, that believe in universal pharmacare, they know it would be the right thing to do. So they're going to ramp up their pressure as well. Lots of labor groups, uh, workers that believe that this is going to help save them lots of money as well. So they're going to ramp up the pressure. And so we're going to keep on fighting hard over the summer. 
And then uh, in the fall, we're going to continue to put pressure on them to pass that bill. Well, listen, thanks very much for your time this morning. I appreciate it. Thank you.